And we're off back at it again. One night in Pinehurst. Uh, we've got special guests today that um, the product uh, is near and dear to my heart. And I'm fo- I've been following um, our friend Logan Abbey here on Instagram for the last two years. As soon as I heard there was a roast beef food truck within 40 miles of me, uh, as opposed to driving down to Massachusetts and having to go to some of the old stomping grounds, um, I, I lit up and, and I think I've loved and, and favorited every single, uh, Instagram <laughs> photo. Um, fantastic fall. If you haven't heard it, Logan's the, uh, owner operator of George's, um, North shore food truck. And we've got some exciting news, but before we do that, I do have to check in on Maddie. Maddie, how's the weekend, my friend? Yeah, it's always important to check in on me, Gibby. I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> it was good. Low key. Did some really boring suburban <laughs> old person organization and cleaning this weekend. And I'm not uh, I'm not afraid to admit that. It was good for my brain. It was it was uh, therapeutic. So doing well, man. Doing well. Excited for this. It's gonna be a fun combo. Absolutely. So um Logan, welcome to the show. Thanks for thanks for joining saying yes and and uh and checking out one night in Pinehurst with us. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, it's a treat. It's really cool. So, we were privy to this. We had the show booked probably a week and a half ago, or or maybe even further. Um, and you dropped some really exciting news uh, <laughs> online over the weekend, or maybe a little bit before the weekend. And um, why don't you share with with the world and our listeners what what new exciting things are coming up next? Yeah. So um, you know we've been at this for. Uh, almost, you know, a little over close to four years now, uh, three solid years with the truck. Um, and we've just finally made the plunge and we're going to be going, uh, brick and mortar, uh, come spring, summertime, we're moving into a space in Westbrook, Maine. Uh, we're expanding our menu. We're going to keep the name George's, but we're adding, um, my wife and I just had a, uh, baby boy. So we're calling it George and Leon's, uh, yeah, expanding our menu. We're going to have a bar. We're going to have beer, wine, cocktails, um, you know bunch more sandwiches some more sides and you know looking to really expand we're going to do pop-ups all sorts of fun stuff so it's pretty big pretty big news that's awesome so you said you mentioned you started four years ago and i noticed on the on the site you know you listed you've done you know pop-ups uh restaurants breweries um what what were you up to before what got you into hey we need we want to start a food truck like what how did this all evolve so, um, I was in the brewing industry in Portland for about six years. Okay. Um, and yeah, I just, you know, I got to the point where, you know, I love beer, I love making beer, but I just, I was, you know, I was just itching to kind of work for myself and really just like see, you know, if I could take the plunge on doing something on my own without, you know, like being my own boss and really just, you know, having this dream. I've, I've always wanted to open if I'd always been infatuated with food trucks but I've always been you know I grew up on the sandwiches like you and yeah I've always wanted to open a roast beef spot and I just you know coat right it happened happened to be right before COVID but I you know bit the bullet at my brewing job and just you know started ubering and, and lifting to make some money and uh just started kind of doing test runs in my kitchen and eventually you know I went around and I gave uh a bunch of samples out to my brewer friends and to people in the industry in town. Cause I worked in the food industry too. And then Portland for a long time. Um, and just to see what the response was like. And, um, you know, everyone was really 
pleasantly surprised. A lot of folks didn't know what this sandwich was because it's yep. pretty hyper regional. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just, it went over really well. And I started doing pop-ups at restaurants for a while and yeah, we just kind of build from there. We, uh, you know, COVID hit, well, we'll go, we'll get further down all this, but yeah, I think that probably answered your question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm such an immense fan of anybody who <clears throat> takes the entrepreneurship plunge in any way, shape or form in any industry, because you're betting on yourself. You're taking a bunch of risks financially. Obviously, you're you're really you know the success or failure of that business is predicated almost 100 on the decisions that you make. So, I mean, you learn. I have to imagine. I'm not one, but I have to imagine you just learn so much about yourself, and you're you're iterating on the fly, which makes it probably exciting. Um, I'm curious. Moving from food truck to now introducing a brick and mortar location, how much of that? day-to-day type stuff is going to change for you? Like what are the challenge, what are the new challenges that you think you're going to run into, um, you know, with a brick and mortar location that you wouldn't necessarily with a food truck or are there not, not that many? Am I, am I thinking about it too much? Um, no, I mean, there's always challenges, you know, any, any industry, especially in, you know, in the food and beverage industry, uh, and, you know, not just being a service worker, but being, you know, being, managing people is just a really big challenge. And, um, mm-hmm. that's what I think I've grown the most from, um, from the food truck. And I assuming I'm just going to keep growing from this situation because, you know, people look at you and how you act as a boss and how you treat your staff. I mean, that's just so important. Um, so I think, you know, hiring is always going to be a challenge. Um, people finding people you trust. I've been very Mm -hmm. fortunate, um, to find some really, really devoted staff members who I couldn't do it without. Um, but yeah, I mean, that'll be a pretty big challenge, you know, just the transition to like having a bar, I'm um, trying to keep yeah. the program pretty simple, but you know, I, I assume I'm assuming that's going to be somewhat of a challenge, you know, just, yeah. But I mean, the food truck stuff, the good thing is I feel like the food truck has really given me the backbone of what it takes to run a restaurant. Yeah. Granted it's on a smaller scale, but um, I mean, we still do, you know, we still have to run into the normal stuff that every restaurant does dealing with customers, dealing with money, staffing, you know, we have a payroll with people on it. Um, people getting sick and calling out. I mean, there's, you know, everything that any restaurant deals with. Um, so yeah, be, there's always going to be bumps in the road, but you know, it's what I signed up for. And I think that's yeah. really what's important to remember is, you know, any challenge you come into in this industry is like, you know, this is what I decided to do. So even if it sucks, it's going to suck sometimes, but you can't, you just have to keep going with it. Yeah. Like yeah. nothing's, if things were perfect, they wouldn't be great if they weren't hard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wouldn't be worth it. Right. And that, Wouldn't you know, worth the, the trust, the communication and the empathy, I agree with you in terms of leading a business, people, individuals, whatever it have you. And I think it's key too. you said, like, you know, you find some people that kind of share that vision, right? You're building something together, which is really cool because you want people that are as invested in it as you, even though it's not their dream or their baby, so to speak. So that's cool. Well, yeah. And it becomes in a weird way, though, it becomes their dream. Like a lot of my guys, like, I just made it to be a point like, you know, I want you to have creative control in this too. And like really, you know, like I'm, I'm giving my, basically my, my right-hand man, Timmy, he's amazing. Uh, he's run the show a lot by my, by himself, you know, especially when I had my baby, um, you know, I'm going to give him like a 3% share in the state, in the company. Like there's, there's so many things you can do to really keep your, your staff happy, you know, staff trips. We all took a party bus to Kowloon for our staff trip this year. Um, Classic spot. Best spot on the North Shore. You know, it just, it's just so important. If you don't have a good staff, you're screwed. And that's yeah, skin of the game. Yeah, exactly. Well, you can so. tell anytime you go into a restaurant, right? Like 
when you see the engaged staff, the happy staff, you're going to want to go back there. You want to be part of that experience. And I think that's 100%. That's half the battle with, you know, great restaurant. Um, so um, in terms of, you know, the food truck, like when you got started, when did you know, like, okay, this is going well, we're, we're making progress here. Or were there times when it's like, Oh my God. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the inflection point. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't, there were a few times in the first year I was pretty nervous. Uh, yeah. The first summer we were running it, we, we were just like, you know, we were going in so blindly. Like there was just so many little, there's so many details to doing a food truck. Like, Attention yeah. to detail is just like the one thing I try to drive home constantly with my staff. Cause you know, you forget, you know, even like forgetting to gas the generator up or like yeah. something like that to just throw your whole day. So there were days where, you know, something like that would happen or like something would stop working. Like we would have to troubleshoot things a lot. Like we learned how to troubleshoot, you know, we learned how to run, like, let's say one of our, our circuit breakers stopped working a few times in the food truck. We just have to have like four extension cords and just run the grill and the slicer, like be ready to do that on the fly. Um, our first summer, uh, the power source to the truck popped and like it basically exploded. Uh, we were on the truck and we heard a loud clap and we went out back and it was smoking and the plastic was melting around the uh, plug. Oh, so oh. we on the fly luckily we were at battery steel brewing and those guys are handy as hell and we i ran to home depot got a whole different plug cut it redid the whole thing on the fly and went right back to service so like that's awesome. yeah i mean that's kind of i guess you know that but like honestly you just keep i never those are really the big challenges i think the part where i really was like this is going fucking awesome yeah. was that we were able to pay back um you know i was able to pay back the money i used to get the truck after you know season two you know Um, like we just and everyone and also it runs itself like i don't have to be there every weekend now you know i can take the time with my wife i mean she has her own business as well uh she has her own massage studio she was voted best massage therapist in portland so she's really doing the entrepreneur thing too so you know it puts a strain um sometimes on us like we need to have our time so it's great. Like I have guys who run the truck and we can go off. Like if we want to go off for a weekend or we want to, I, I have full faith in my staff. So you that's really right what people. I do. Yeah. yeah. You hired the right people. You, you can trust them. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I could tell too, <clears throat> this is the first time I met you. Literally we met right. 20 minutes ago and I oh, can already tell that you have the mental fortitude. I think there's, there's a lot of lessons in there. You were just mentioning how things can go wrong. Any number of things can go wrong. And some of them things that you don't even have any expertise in, like you're not an electrician, right? But <laughs> It's just like, hey, you know, it's like pragmatically stopping and not panicking and thinking, all right, we have a common goal. We got to get through this. What's the easiest way to do it? And we're going to learn from it and we're going to grow from it. And I think it's a good lesson. Like it's hard to fail in life if you can just keep going and you can stay on it a little bit like that. So that's I had a feeling I was going to like you because of the research I did and figuring out how you named the, you named it after George Costanza. Yeah, thankfully, that's our dog, man. Thankfully, you didn't go with Prickly Pete and Snoopy, although those would have been hilarious as well. And then you just made a comment about the slicer and it got me thinking about Kramer slicing. So oh, yeah, you couldn't even that's see it. Episode. So yeah, if you're if you're naming sandwiches after any of these Seinfeld references and I'm all double. In oh, yeah, man. I was big Seinfeld fan. <laughs> I love it. Well, how many times or how often um, your dog's name is George? And that's where yeah. you, know, you get the name um, for, for the food truck. But how often do people refer to you now as George? Like, oh, man, it's <laughs> actually funny. Right before I came on with this. Um, Every email I get, I swear, at least every third email, 
you know, mm-hmm. hey, George, uh, I want to do this event this summer. Like, what's up? Like, da da da. And I'm always like, well, first off, uh, my name's Logan. Um, business is George. Uh, um, but yeah, we can talk. So yeah, that's like all the all the goddamn time. But like people, once they meet me, I feel like for the most part, I we really try to like be personable with our customers. That's like huge for us. So like, and everyone who works on our truck is pretty like well known in the service industry in Portland by this okay. point. So like they all, I mean, everyone's a character. And like, when you come to our truck, we want you to feel like, you know, you're at your local spot. Like we're not, you know, we're going to treat you with respect. We're going to, we want to hear what's going on in your life. We'll have a conversation with you. We're not trying to rush you out, you know. That's cool. And that's, you know, know, that's what it's all about. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about the actual process, right? Like you wake up at, is it... First thing in the morning, you start <laughs> yeah. like getting everything Every ready. Morning. Like and, Every morning. You know, from start to finish of it, uh, what a day. So like. I get up yeah. around like 4.35, um, get the oven going. Um, and I already have all the beefs prepped out. So I usually prep them early in the week, one of the days okay. we're not open. Um, and get them, you know, get them in all their spices and all the stuff that I add to them. And... Um, kind of a lot I, depending on like the day of the week and it's really hard to gauge this is one of the biggest challenges but like allotting a certain amount um right. so depending depending on the day so we'll say it's a saturday you know we'll throw usually like between four and six depending how busy if it's peak summer you know we'll go through five or six beefs like whole like roasts like big ones um but yeah so we'll throw those in the oven um you know we'll get the truck kind of I'll, I'll warm up my sauce one of the keys that so something we've had to troubleshoot each year and we finally nailed it this year is how to, um, cause the sauce will cool down the sandwich when you're slicing right. the beef. So how are we going to do that? So every morning I get a big pot and I warm up the sauce and I put it in a coffee can, bro. So it stays hot uh-huh. throughout the shift. Um, so yeah, warm up the sauce. So you're getting hot sauce on hot beef. Um, make sure everything's stocked, triple check everything, go get the generators filled on the way check in with my guys and take the beefs out at the last minute, like basically out of the oven by like 10, 30, 11 in the, in the Cambro, in the truck, everything's yeah. strapped in and we're hitting a gas station, maybe getting ice if we need it. My other guys picking me up a Red Bull and we're fucking at the space. <laughs> <laughs> you, so, you, um, you a dry brine or a wet brine or a little bit of both guy? Where do you fall? Um, a little bit of both. It's kind of like, I'm not going to give away too much, but yeah, no. it's, it's really, it's simpler, you know, simpler is better in a lot of cases you know and really just like always all i can say is always like you know salt pepper and garlic you can't go wrong staples olive oil the sauce and the toppings will do the rest of the work right the beef just got to be the right temp yeah yep it's the right temp and the right consistency and that's what the key is the beef and we never that's one thing uh, you will always if you come to our truck i promise you we will try we keep it as consistent as humanly possible yeah like that um so in terms of the sauce that's kind of like what the the one of the signature pieces of the north shore um yeah. experience is it is it the same sauce that you would expect um if you go to one of the other north shore restaurants oh yeah okay oh, yeah same sauce okay we wouldn't do it without it i mean you have to you have to do that sauce yeah yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> um, and can you can you get, I know that three ways the, is the, you know, classic name for the beef cheese sauce mayo. Yeah. Um, 
can you get it without mayo or am I allowed? Oh to yeah. Um, I usually don't get mine three way. I'm a, I'm a cheese, I'm a cheese and sauce guy. Okay. So, same. Same. Yeah. I just don't, you know, I like mayo, but I don't need it on my, I'm not like every now and then I'll do three way, but you know, everyone who works for me is like mayo, horseradish, tons of it and fucking sauce. Yeah. So like, yeah, cheese and sauce. Keep it's it overwhelming. Simple. Yeah. It's overwhelming. At some point it's diminishing returns, right? You've got five different sauces on there. It's what, what are you, you're just confusing your taste buds. They don't know what's happening. Yeah. But there is something special about the Mayo and the James river. It works really well together. So I get it. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, if you call it just like plain aioli, I'm probably going to have it. Not comp- <laughs> <Why'd about> it? <laughs> it's funny how that works. I'm the same way. Cause I'm not a big Mayo guy, but I hear aioli and I'm like, yeah, okay. I'll do it. Yeah. That's essentially the same. Jamie's does. They yeah. call all their fucking mayos aioli and all the like all the chuckleheads on freaking North Shore beefs are like, oh, with the with the <laughs> garlic aioli on that. It's fancy. <laughs> it tastes better. <laughs> so, uh, did you grow up on the North Shore? Yeah. OK. Is there a favorite spot that that, you know, I grew up in Newburyport, like courtyard, oh. but I always went to, you know, I always went to Nick's um, okay. back in the Kelly's. day. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a Kelly's guy. I Same. went there, yeah. Um, but like, definitely Nick's. Definitely, I mean, we when we go back, my wife and I, it's the first thing we do. Uh, yep. You know, Zeno's is pretty solid, and Ipswich did yep. that quite a bit. But I mean, you know, every that's the thing though. They're they're great everywhere. Like every town has their sandwich, mm-hmm. their sandwich spot, and people you know complain or say this one's better than that one. But at the end of the day, man, it's that's what's great about it. It's that they're everywhere in that area. You could just go anywhere and get one. Yeah, it's I'm people curious. feel like people feel required to plant a flag these days and say, this is my <laughs> this, right? Like, we have to do it. We got to argue about everything. It's the American way now is like oh nothing God. can just be I like this. It's like, well, I like this more. And here's why. And it's like, I actually didn't ask for any of those opinions. I'm just telling you what I like. It's Dude, beautiful. no kidding. <laughs> is is there like have you have you spoken to any of the like other owners of some of the stores or is there any sort of like community with within um the space um a few of them i mean like a lot of them are older you know older families yeah um but like you know modern butcher those guys are homies um who are like if you're on north shore beast they're kind of like the top yeah. you know people line up in newburyport they only do beefs once a week on Saturdays at their butcher shop and they're, I mean, they're phenomenal, but they're, they're really cool. They're a younger couple and they kill it. They like, you know, they, they butcher all their own meat and it's, everything is just so fresh. Um, so yeah, they've been really cool with me. We chat quite a bit online. Um, so like them and, you know, I've talked to a couple of the local shops and, you know, Pomodori's and Newburyport where, where courtyard was, uh, they were super, they're super cool. They also have a food truck now called beefy boys and, uh, new report they're doing the same kind of thing so we chatted for a bit about their truck and yeah that's awesome there's room for all you guys why not yeah yeah we're all friends Camaraderie. we're all yeah. in for all in for the same reason <laughs> yeah um so you mentioned and, and you alluded to it a little bit in the intro so I'm, I'm pacing back a little bit or steps but you started um the food truck right when covid hit like yeah <laughs> so that that must have been shocking for you like oh oh dude so we were just like starting to gain traction we were getting our feet under us uh we were doing a bunch of pop-ups we had a whole lineup of pop-ups we did them in arcadia in portland we were at you know we did them at high roller lobster yep. company we were we were doing really good and um once covid hit you know we had to take a pause it was just me at this point doing them all by myself 
And um, we fucking, thankfully, A&C Grocery, they just opened another spot in South Portland, Maine. Uh, this guy, Joe, who runs this sandwich shop, really, really cool guy. And he, you know, he was staying open during COVID. He had a window. So he was selling sandwiches and, you know, beers out his window. And um, he was like, you know, do you want to have a, like a pop-up here every week? Like as many days as you want. So I would uh-huh. do, you know, two to three days a week for like up until, you know, I, up until the truck was ready. We, I mean, up, I was there two or three days a week selling sandwiches out the front window. Um, so it kind of became, it really got, helped me get my feet wet, really helped me see what the business was going to be like, build clientele. And it saved us through COVID. I'll tell you that fucking much Yeah, being able to do that. So I, I owe him a lot. That's sweet. Yeah. You had an opportunity. You took it. That's everything, right? Like, yeah, I don't even know who this quote is from. It might, it might actually be, what's the, who's the guy? Why am I spacing? Uh, Richard Branson. He's like, you know, any opportunity you're given, just take it. You'll figure it out along the way. Like, don't, don't worry if you're not ready for it, just take it and run with it. And I think Guys you see so dude. many entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's doing all right for himself. So he's, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's, but it's kind of like you were saying with the, with the, with the, like the simplicity of the sandwiches in general, like that's the, the, the key to success is really no, replacement for the hard work and just taking opportunities that come your way, which I'm not imparting any wisdom on anybody, but it's, it's like actually executing on it, which I think is impressive. The stick to you just kept grinding. Cause we have another couple of buddies of ours who just opened a brewery recently and they actually opened it right in the middle of COVID as well. So they had the same sort of thought process, like shit, we're in this thing now. And like everything has changed in the world Like we got to keep moving. So that makes it double impressive to me, honestly. Well, you know, but at the same time, People want to drink and people yeah. want to eat. That's the two yeah. businesses during COVID. Yeah. You can't go wrong. <laughs> more, more than more than any other time, probably during COVID. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> My wife and I were doing, uh, I mean, we made it usually till like three o'clock that first two months, I'd say. Yeah. And then we were making frozen drinks and streaming old fish shows. They did like yeah. that dinner and the movie thing. Yeah. So we would do that once a week. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was, it was a, everybody, it's kind of like, you look back at it now, not to take this down a COVID tangent, but you look back at it and it was such a weird time that I think everybody was like, what's the next day going to hold? But there was some kind of cool concepts and cool things that people did because oh, yeah. of it. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good call out. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what advice? So let's say, you know, there's someone that they're ready to try something new or they want to be their own boss or they're, you know, um, tired of the nine to five um, what advice would you give to someone whether it's starting their food truck or you know something else going out on their own is there any any pearl of wisdom that you would have yeah i mean a couple things this is sounding super cheesy but obviously follow your dreams but yeah. you know definitely fucking just take your time in and keep it simple that's my biggest thing if you have a good concept just drive it home and focus on that one thing and don't just try to overdo it. Don't elevate everything. Everything's yeah. already been elevated. Keep it, keep it simple and just like really, really, really just like work every angle of your concept before you really commit baby steps, man. Like I wouldn't Foundation. have done the truck if these pop-ups didn't go well, if I didn't get the response I got, you know, it's, it all just, it's slow going like, like Oxbow. When I worked at Oxbow Brewing Company, fantastic brewery. They always said to us, uh, the biggest piece of advice was, you know, they built their company and they just took it in such small strides, but now they're like fucking, you know, they're building history. And they always said that they were like, you know, we're building, we're making history. We're not trying to just be the biggest, fastest thing. You You make history by, 
by, you know, like surviving the, the marathon. So the yeah. marathon, it's not a fucking sprint. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. good. It's good advice. I mean, it's good life advice too, right? Like I think it's kind of like building habits. People are always like, it's like anything this time of year, right? Beginning of the year, people are like, I'm going to go back to the gym again. And it's statistically impossible to do all of it at once. Like habits are built by just continually doing something and building yeah. and building that foundation. It's true. It's great advice. I mean, it's harder to execute. You've done that, which is awesome and impressive, but it's, that's really it. Like keeping it simple. Those concepts generally work. You're right. Yeah. It's baby steps, man. Like, you know, if you want to go to the gym, I mean, maybe start going, if you've never done it before, maybe start going once a week and yeah. see if you like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wade in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you don't have to give us anything here, but for George and Leon's, you mentioned there's going to be an expanded menu. Is there? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Oh, yeah. Item? I don't mind talking about it. Is there any uh, specific item that like? Oh yeah. You're really jazzed about? Yeah. Yeah, man. Talking? Um, another North Shore staple for me was always the chicken finger sub. Yep. Uh, so we're gonna be making fucking chicken finger subs. Uh, we're gonna do uh cheeseburger subs two days a week with my beef in. So I'll be hand grinding those. Uh, we're going to be doing all the sides like we always did. And we're going to do steak and cheeses. So like we're really right now, the big thing is um, we get our bread locally sourced, um, but they're also starting to outsource from mass uh, for contracting the company we use. So I'm really going to try to, um, you know, twist the arm of the guy for the company and see if we can just nail down some really good sub rolls. Cause Maine kind of has a problem with sub rolls. So I got to, I got to find some good sub rolls before I, you know, I'm not going to settle unless Maine, Maine, Maine's not doing proper sub rolls. Fuck no. <laughs> oh man. I mean, Get they try, I mean, there's, there's exceptions to the game, but those people are like focusing, like my buddy, Pete rebel, yeah. he makes a really good cheesesteak. I mean, he has good bread, but he also like works his ass off to like get that bread. Cause yeah. that's like what he's doing, you know? Yeah. 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 That's awesome. I like that. Excellent. Um, well, Logan, this is fantastic. Uh, thank you for, for taking the time to, to you know, meet with us. There's one last question that sure. I haven't asked in the new year yet, but it's a, it's a staple. Um, we keep it pretty simple. You're on your way up from Newburyport up to Portland, and you're a little bit hungry. So I know we're, we're, we have listeners salivating right now, uh-huh. but <laughs> the only place in town is like there's a gas station. You've got to fill up on gas. You're running in. Your desert island gas food station snack. Oh shit. Wow. That's a really good question. Holy shit. So, like, are we talking like, does it have to be like no hot? Can we like limit it? No hot snacks? Or is this like Yeah, so well, it's always tough, right? Because maybe you're a big fan of like 7-Eleven and the rollers, right? Like basically any I used to like, eat the shit out of those. those oh, are yeah, great. of course. They're staples, right? <laughs> any like anything that you're Anything that you're definitely going to find at uh, a convenience, it can be, you even want to go with a Wawa or something larger, like anything like that, that you might find in there within sure. reason is in play. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got you. I got, I got a couple things, two things. Um, so the pepperoni pizza combos. Okay. Um, and a Yoohoo. Oh, wow. Or the, or the, uh, or a Yoohoo and the, um, Buffalo flavored uh, Cheez-Its. There's just something oh, about chocolatey, chocolatey drink and spicy Cheez-Its or some kind of like, yeah, it's just a sweet and salty thing, but really savory. And it just fucking it's awesome. My wife thinks great. I'm crazy. Those are great <laughs> answers. Those are great answers. That's our first Yoohoo for sure. I forgot they still made those, but man, they are oh, yeah, classic. Dude. They're classic. Yeah. 
Oh, that's that's money. That's money. We'll have those at the restaurant. <laughs> Perfect. It's basically a restaurant of all the shit that I want in one place. Yeah. yeah. So like, we'll have a pinball machine. We'll have Moxie. We'll have Yoo-Hoo's. We'll have beer. So we'll have good music. <laughs> we talked about it earlier. It will give you green room backstage. Where are we? Backstage tonight? green room. Backstage. We talked about it backstage. We got into it a little bit about how you're a pretty big Nickelodeon fan. And I told you I was going down a rabbit hole of some Nickelodeon nostalgia. Nostalgia hits. People love nostalgia. They love classic stuff, right? Like, Oh, yeah, dude. We're, we're going to have Nick nights for sure. Oh, um, I love it. We'll have the projector. We're going to do pop-ups with Nick things. Um, yeah. Timeless. For sure. That's awesome. <laughs> you're doing it right, man. You're doing it right. Thanks, man. This is really awesome. Logan, thank you. Um, congratulations on baby. Congratulations on the new baby opening this summer. Um, yeah. Hopefully, the, or spring, summer, fall. Uh, whenever it does, people will be lined up. I know. I hope I see you guys there. Yeah, man. We'll be up. Count on it. Um, yep. And so uh, we're really excited. Thank you so much. And um, have a great night. Take care, Maddie. Thanks, yeah, man. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you.